This evening, I'd like you to think about the following quote. He lay in the dark, empty house with not a man, a woman, or a child to say that he was kind or even for the memory of one kind word. He lay in the dark, empty house with not a man, a woman, or a child to say that he was kind or even the memory of him having said one kind word. Those words are from Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, and they are a reflection of Ebenezer Scrooge's potential future when the ghost of the future takes him to his own possible funeral. We're all familiar with Dickens' tale. Some of us have seen the various movie renditions and adaptations. Possibly some of us have picked up a pithy copy of the book. We have our favorite characters, and we have those that we dislike. And I think most of us, most of us want to think that we are nice and kind souls like Bob Cratchit. For Bob, the most important thing in his life is his family. They are the source of his joy and also the cause of his anxiety sometimes. He's playful and loving. Even in the midst of destitution, he lives and savors every moment with gratitude Gratitude for the family that he has and for what little material possessions that he has with him. Now, whether he's at home or he's at work with that grumpy curmudgeon that we know as Mr. Scrooge, Mr. Cratchit is a joyful character. Now, admit it, we're also drawn in by Tiny Tim, who despite a withered hand and the need for crutches, feels that it's important that he bear witness to people in church on Christmas Day to see that crippled boy because it will remind them of Jesus who made lame beggars walk and blind men see. And yet the reality is that many of us are more like a version of Jacob Marley or Ebenezer Scrooge. Let me give you an example. Recently, the New York Times had an article on the correlation between tipping and inflation. According to that piece, we've turned into a nation of Jacob Marleys. Imagine this. We go to um, your favorite coffee drink place, and you customize a caramel latte. And as the price of that caramel latte goes up, our generosity in thanking the barista who took time out to actually listen to our demands and to actually bear with us, it sort of decreases because we're basically doing a cost-benefit analysis of, of pre-inflation times. So basically what the New York Times article was saying is that even among people who are earning a lot nowadays, our generosity 
has gone down. We are a nation of Jacob Marley's and a pre-transformed Ebenezer Scrooge. In other words, even with additional resources, we counter coins like Marley and Scrooge. So bluntly, let me ask you this question or put this question before you. I think the ultimate Christian, the Christmas question is whether we live life like the Cratchits or the Marley Scrooges of this world. And this Christmas question that I ask is asked in light of the Christian gospel. For it is the Christian gospel, the good news revealed to the shepherds, Mary, Joseph, Zechariah, Elizabeth, and the wise men that offers the ultimate reversal of life. For the birth of Christ, the incarnation of God in the form of human, demonstrate God's love in action. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. And the beauty of it is that when we accept that fundamental truth, a miracle arises within us. Christ transforms a mindset that weighs a cost-benefit analysis in favor of prodigious generosity that flows ceaselessly with love, mercy, kindness as the ultimate fruit of our redemption through God in Christ. When our world scoffs at God's love with a version of Bah Humbug, God's love is made manifest in the baby Jesus who sees that all are worthy of grace despite what we have done, despite where we have been. And it is the shepherd's desire to experience that love and warmth that led them to the manger that day. And as they were enlightened by the light of baby Jesus' countenance, they left transformed by a sense of hope, renewed with a sense of purpose. The gospel tells us when they saw the baby Jesus, they made known what had been told about the child. Yes, my dear friends, the Christmas miracle is the pursuit of a God who is relentlessly passionate to transform Scrooge and bring out a transformed nature to reflect God's love and generosity in this cold and dreary world. As Dickens writes, humanity's courses will foreshadow certain ends to which, if persevered in, they must lead. But, but, if that course of action be departed from, the end will change, for we are never past all hope. Just like Scrooge, we too receive an invitation this evening. In light of the pureness of the Christ child, our invitation is to take stock of our past with repentance. Our invitation is to be present, transformed by grace. Our invitation is look toward the future to bear fruits of this life. And like the shepherds, make known what we experience in beholding the presence of God. 
whether you accept that invitation is truly up to you. Merry Christmas.